Hey everyone, you are listening to this episode of Confessions of a Personal Trainer. Thank you for joining me. Today we are going to look at tips for sticking to your diet. So if you are struggling to stick to your diet, I'm going to talk about why it's difficult, why is it so hard to stick to a diet and tips for how you can stick to your diet. I'm also going to go over some ways to change your thinking. So this year I've been on a big reading hype and I've been enjoying my reading. I've been getting through two books per month, maybe three books per month. I think I'm on book six actually. Um, And I've always enjoyed reading. I've never really classed myself as, uh, I don't know, a reader. I mean, I am a reader. I read books, so I am a reader. But (laughs) I've never, you know how like some people have always got a book on the go. Like I know people who are always reading something they finish one and then they start another one so they're always reading and I've never been like that but this year for whatever reason I am actually I know the reason so I've got an accountability buddy so if you've listened to my previous episodes and I speak about accountability and the power of an accountability buddy so me and my accountability buddy read the same books at the same time so we've got like a little private book club (laughs) that I think we're going to open up actually so if anyone is interested get in touch because we would like to to start a book club but so we read the same same books and then we'll have a little chat so this keeps me accountable because so Louise is always ahead of me when we're reading and then I think oh no I need to catch up so she's done it again today she sent me a picture of the page she's on today and I'm like oh my god I'm like 50 pages behind so that motivates me to keep reading but anyway there's two books that I've read this year that I'm going to reference today So one of them is Loving What Is by Byron Katie and another book is 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think and that is Brianna West and I'm halfway through the, well not a third of the way maybe, through um, the 101 Essays and I love it. But then the Loving What Is, they're both very different um, but they both really make you think and I think the more I've been reading the more I've been thinking and I've been on a... I think I've mentioned on another episode I've been on a, a bit of a kind of self-discovery and self-love journey over the last year or so and it's like fully in-depth now it's like I am questioning a lot of things and I'm realizing my thoughts I'm challenging my thoughts and it's more than ever I'm really enjoying it so these two books have helped me with my thinking and challenging my thinking ways to think new things and then that's inspired me to put some ideas together to change your thinking I've chosen 22 there's no real reason for choosing 22 ideas it's just that 22 is my favorite number so in no particular order learn to differentiate between what is actually happening and what you're thinking about Realise that thoughts are illusions. So how many thoughts have actually happened? How many of your thoughts that you have thought about are just problems that you've created for yourself and how many are actual real life events? Do more, so take action. Make sure that you're doing more than what you're thinking about doing. Learn to realise what is true. When you're faced with a problem, ask yourself, is this actually true? Prove yourself wrong. Trust what gives you peace. Stop pretending that you know what other people are thinking about. 
See each day from the perspective of your future self. Reflect on who you were two or five years ago. How have you changed? What is different now? What have you got now that you wished for back then? Remember that you can choose what you think about. Laugh a lot. Develop mental strength. Train your mind like you would train your body. Like you would train a muscle in the gym. Train your mind in that same way. Practice gratitude or happiness. Do something random. Maybe you've said no to something in the past and now is the time to give it a go. Challenge yourself to think differently. Write more things down with your goals, thoughts, fears. Get a pen, get some paper and make some notes. Focus on being better, not perfect. Try, so actually try. Put in some work, make an effort and try hard. Learn to be okay being alone or being silent. Relax. Trust the process. And a powerful one to end. Number 22. Fire can burn down your house. It can also cook your dinner and keep you warm in winter. And your mind works the same way. And I like that one because I think if you're going to be thinking negative thoughts, you'll be attracting negative things. If you're thinking positive thoughts, it works the same way. You'll, you'll be attracting positive things. You'll be, you'll be manifesting a positive reality. So our mind is very powerful. Anyway, that is enough of me being a motivational influencer. I just thought that was quite nice. And I've been doing a lot of a lot of thinking lately. And um, I just thought it was a nice, nice little one to share. But so today, I want to talk about why sticking to a diet is hard and how you can be better I don't want to say be better because it's not that you need to be better it's just that there's quite a lot of factors or external influences that get in the way and we're going to talk about that so number one choose your support circle wisely so it might be that you're lacking a bit of support from people around you. And this can go back to when I worked in an office, I remember I'd be eating my, my chicken and veg or whatever I was eating at my desk and people would be like, oh, you are good. Do you not want this? And they'd have a donut or cakes or whatever. And they'd be trying to get me to eat it because that would make them feel better if they ate it. And I would say, no, thanks. If you want to eat that, you know, you carry on. But I wouldn't give in to the the urge or the temptation just because they wanted me to do it so sometimes when it comes to dieting you need to make it clear maybe to friends or family or colleagues make it clear that you've got a goal and you will be working to reach this goal and that you would appreciate their support along the way so sometimes you just need to set a boundary you need to make it clear what they can say or what they can't say or what you're not comfortable with people saying because it can be really draining. And remember that not everybody will understand and that's okay because they don't need to, it's your goal. If you understand why you're doing it and you want to do it, you want to take those steps to achieve that goal, that is all that counts. That is all that is important. People who want to support you and people who will be in your support circle will understand because it's important to you. And then sometimes when you've got a goal like this, you realize the ones who aren't supportive because if they're trying to encourage you to go the other way or they're trying to stop you from going to a gym session or make you eat something you didn't want to eat 
whatever it might be if they're not showing you support then they don't deserve to be in your circle the second thing is that our bodies don't actually want to be losing weight so this is why it can be very difficult because you're kind of going against what your body wants to do so our bodies from a survival point they need food and they need need it on a regular basis so if you're dieting and you're not giving your body the food that it wants you're going against some basic survival needs and your body doesn't want to be in a big calorie deficit so this is point two make small changes so the small changes will win so you shouldn't be going into a huge calorie deficit so that basically means you shouldn't dive straight in and starve yourself your body's not going to appreciate it and you're probably not going to be able to stick to it for that long which means you won't see the results that you want anyway this is all about consistency i know that horrible word that we always say consistency but this is why any diet should be gradual so i would always encourage people to start on the highest amount of calories possible while doing as little exercise as you can as well and if you see results on that then great and then from there when you stop seeing results you can make your calorie deficit bigger so you would drop food or you could increase activity because in this way this is nice and safe yes you might not see your results as quick as you want it might take a lot longer in fact it probably will but it's the safest way to be able to keep achieving results you want to keep food as high as possible it's going to help with being consistent so if you can make small changes and be consistent with that and gradually changing where needed progress will build massively number three get some sleep one of the biggest reasons that i will see people not feeling great so people not feeling their best selves in the gym or people maybe going off on their i don't want to say cheat on the diet because that's not the phrase i like but maybe you didn't pick the most optimal diet for yourself or yeah your cravings are higher than usual it's because you're not prioritizing sleep or it could be because you're not prioritizing sleep it might not just be the amount of sleep that you get but also a good place to look at is your sleep quality if you have poor sleep this can increase your appetite due to two hunger hormones if you're not sleeping enough your body produces more ghrelin and less leptin this is going to increase your hunger so ghrelin signals hunger so it's known as the hunger hormone leptin is the hormone that suppresses your hunger and it tells your brain when you are full so if you're not sleeping as much as usual or as maybe the quality is different you could end up with an imbalance there which will mean you're more likely to feel hungry your cravings might be higher than usual quite often it is down to being tired there's a lot of times this has taken a few years now but there's a lot of times when it'll be late at night and I will get cravings and I think I just need something sweet and then I say to myself actually are you tired maybe you're just tired maybe you should get to bed and I know that it is that's usually the case but in my head it would be I need something sweet I need something to eat because I feel like I'm hungry and I'm probably not there's a lot of times I don't need it and there is a difference between needing to eat and wanting to eat there's a big difference it's just really hard to recognize but then sleep can be really helpful for that so sleep is a lot more important than we give credit for number four so the fourth reason why dieting can be hard and that is that you are worrying too much about the scales 
I could go on for a whole episode about the scales. In fact, I think I have. But we do expect weight loss to be reflected in the number on the scale. There were so many times that my clients will come in and they'll be disheartened because they'll say, oh, my work's not really paying off. And I have to constantly remind people that it is. And the scale isn't actually that accurate. There's a lot of things that will affect the scale and it is going to fluctuate and it will be slower than what you want. That doesn't mean it's not working. The fluctuations can be due to all sorts of reasons. It can be hormonal, it could be lack of sleep, it could be your water intake or digestion, it could be stress levels. There's a lots of different things that will affect the scale. So the important thing to remember is that you are making a step in the right direction towards a goal. Maybe you're working on your health, you're learning something new, you have met new people, you're connecting with new people, you've got a new hobby. You'll be growing, you'll be learning, you'll be developing in some way it just might not be visible or it might not be as visible as you would like. So it might not mean that you're losing weight on the scales, but that's okay. Progress is still happening and sometimes you have to bring yourself back into that moment of, okay, I need to ignore the number on the scales. So another method would be progress pictures or measurements. They are a lot more truthful. I think progress pictures are a really powerful way to see your see your journey, see your progress. It's not for everybody and you don't have to take pictures, but I do think it's a really encouraging way to give yourself a bit of motivation, a bit of a boost. Sometimes it's really easy to think you're not making any progress, but then if you look and you take a moment to see how far you've already come, it can be a really big motivator. Last one, number five, change your mental approach. So maybe if you're focused on restriction and low calories because you're just desperate to lose weight you're not going to have fun you're also probably setting yourself up for failure dare I say it because if you've got huge expectations if you're not likely to meet them then yeah you are going to give up or you're more likely to give up this should be a lifestyle so you should be able to go out for dinner with your friends and enjoy yourself and factor in the foods that you still want to enjoy without restriction your life should still be enjoyable. Just because you've got a goal, it doesn't mean that you need to stop having fun or enjoying yourself or having a social life. It's not a punishment and you can still diet and have fun. It's just, it takes a bit of practice. So for years, I remember tracking calories and macros and I'd go out for a meal. Most places these days do have calories available as well. And once you get used to it, it's not actually too bad. And I used to go out to Nando's or Pizza Express or The Harvester, quite a few places, and I'd be able to factor in lunch into my day. And this is when I was on a competition prep for a bodybuilding show as well. So it was doable. So if you are dieting, I would say treat it as, treat it as a game, actually. Treat it as a bit of fun so that it's not too intense. It's not restrictive. You want to enjoy it. And it's like, it's a process. You'll you'll end up learning so much as well. And practice does make perfect with tracking, especially if you want to be still going out for dinner or social life. If you're factoring in all of your favorite things into your diet, which I still do recommend, it just takes a bit of practicing, but it is absolutely doable. You just need to work out what is best for you and have some patience as well. So just give yourself some time. Don't be too hard on yourself and just let yourself learn. So in summary, you should choose your support circle wisely. Small changes win. Get more sleep. 
Ignore the scales if you need to and change your mental approach. And remember that small progress is still progress. Every amount of progress is worth celebrating. Whether this is visible progress or not, celebrate all of the wins. So there we go. A nice little bit of inspiration for you today. Hopefully you enjoyed that. And if you did, please share it on Instagram or any social media site that you may use and please tag me. Also, could I ask if you haven't already, could you please like my podcast? You can do this from my podcast homepage. If you give it a rating, I would really appreciate that, please, if you're enjoying listening to these episodes so that I can keep creating more for you. Thanks again for listening and I'll be back again with another episode very soon.